the Reality of Truth podcast. Let's go. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Welcome, friends, to Monday Minutes. Got a little sinusy thing going on, so try to bear with me here. I'm going to make this one really fast since I don't feel so well. But it's one that I find really interesting. I deal with this myself, and I know a lot of other people that do as well, but they don't even know it. It's known as a histamine intolerance. You see, everybody has a different threshold of what they can handle for histamine in the body. Some people are super sensitive. Others have no symptoms at all, or some have just some here and there. They don't really know what it is. They may say, that's weird, I ate something and then I got diarrhea, or I ate something and I got a rash that couldn't have been from what I ate. Well, maybe it was. You need to figure out where you are on the spectrum. It can explain so many symptoms you have after consuming certain types of foods. And you don't even know all this time in your whole life you were sensitive to histamine of those foods. So you might be asking, what exactly is a histamine? Well, first of all, it's created by bacteria and enzymes when they convert the amino acid histidine to histamine as it pertains to food sources. Not talking about things like pollen or dust or dander, you know, your hay fever and that kind of thing. That's your body's response where it creates its own histamines. I'm talking about food histamines. They can cause all kinds of problems. Like in the digestive tract, everything from diarrhea to intermittent diarrhea under normal conditions where you're totally normal and then you have irritable bowel and then you're normal again, that can be a histamine issue. Chronic constipation, flatulence, and feeling of fullness, which is bloating, stomach cramps, stomach aches, nausea, vomiting. In your head or on your face, things like headaches, they can be as bad as migraines, runny nose, uh, eye issues, even though you haven't been diagnosed with an allergy. You're saying, but this is not the time of year I would normally get allergies that would cause a runny nose or eye problems. Well, then it might be histamines. Dizziness, um, extreme tiredness. Just You just literally feel like you're knocked out. You could have facial edema, mostly appearing around your eyes and your lips for some reason. Also, sometimes around your, your throat, like your middle of your neck down there. You could have flushing of your face and also at the same time your chest. It also shows up in skin issues like rashes and itchiness. Oh, I can tell you the itchiness. So much itchiness. Like continuous, nonstop itchiness. Like a mosquito bite that doesn't stop. Even if you itched it and you thought, oh, I'm going to have a relief for just a couple minutes. Nope. It never goes away. You have to continuously put anti-itch stuff on or literally just use a knife and cut it off. I'm kidding. Don't do that. It's terrible when you get those. I get those. This is how I know. You can also have eczema. Hives, of course, because histamine and hives, we all know that's a, probably a thing, right? Acne. Um, I get this one, which is kind of weird, which is these red dots on my skin. Other people get this too. It's like you took a red marker and just dotted your skin. And it stays there for a very long time, and then it creates a scar. It doesn't itch nothing. But just later, it is this weird kind of 
light brownish look to it, it never goes away. And what's super weird about that is I'll get them on both sides of the body in exactly the same spot. So like the outside of one knee, and then exactly the same spot on the outside of the other knee. Literally identical. That's how even your body is. In your chest area, you can have asthma or even cardiac arrhythmias. Women have severely painful periods. Um, you could have chills and shivers, low blood pressure, circulatory problems, even a collapse of your circulatory system. You can have sudden onset psychological changes like aggressiveness. You know, you're super inattentive. There's no concentration. It affects your sleep. So you have all these sleep disorders. But don't worry. There's things you can do. First thing you'd want to do is a food diary. Yeah. Do yourself a food diary. Everyone should basically know what they should and shouldn't eat anyway. If you're just going through life eating everything, you never know what to avoid. Not everybody can eat everything. Now, there's no such thing as a histamine-free diet because everybody's tolerance is different. So there's no such thing as, well, you can't have this, but then this guy can have it even though he hasn't histamine intolerance. It doesn't work that way. It's what works for you. And you won't know until you start doing a food diary. Eric, that sounds like a lot of work. It's really not. It's just when you have a flare-up, you can go back to what you had the last couple days, write it down. Once you have it a few times, now you can start eliminating those foods. There is only one way that you can get rid of histamine in the body. There is no way to cook it away. You can't ferment it away. You can't wash it off. There's only one way, and that is the enzyme called DAO, diamine oxidase. Yes, you can buy it. Your body makes an amount. Everybody's different. I think that's probably where you are on the spectrum. If you're getting too much histamine in your diet from your foods, and I'm going to tell you where you get those, what foods contain high levels of histamine, and if you only make a little bit of DAO enzyme, well, then you're not going to be able to handle those foods. So here's some general pointers. You want to avoid or reduce eating canned foods and ready-made meals. That's any meal. You want to avoid or reduce eating ripened and fermented foods, like older cheeses, alcoholic drinks, products that contain yeast, and weird things like fish substances and all this kind of stuff. Asian food has a lot of that. Because histamine levels in food vary. So it depends on how ripe or mature or hygienic that food actually is that makes it vulnerable for you. As much as it is possible, you want to buy and eat fresh because now those enzymes and bacteria don't have time to break down the amino acid histidine into histamine. You don't want to allow the foods to linger outside the refrigerator, especially if it's meat. Why meat? That's because meat is high in protein and proteins made out of amino acids. So the bacteria love all that histidine. You should ensure that your food preparation in your kitchen is always super clean. You don't have to be super crazy about it, but just keep it generally clean. If you don't know how to cook, then you should learn. I've said this before. It can be fun once you learn how to do it right, but that way you can be in control of your food. You know how old it is, how long it's been out from the refrigerator or frozen, and therefore you can manage your amount of histamine in your food. Now, here's the foods that have the lowest amount of histamine, generally speaking. Fresh meat that's cooled or frozen 
or like straight fresh. It's what I do. I buy from Billy Doe Meats out of Chicago. It is slaughtered and frozen within 24 to 36 hours. All super well-raised, sustainable meat. When they age meat in all the store, that's two weeks in the fridge before they start separating it into all its pieces to sell. All that time is for the bacteria to create all these histamines. Ground beef has the highest because there's more surface area. So when they grind that meat, all that bacteria gets ground in between and histamines go through the roof. So a steak or anything that's its own without being ground, much better. I have a lot of personal experience with this because I'm a carnivore. I was aging my meat in the fridge and I was getting massive breakouts. Once I realized what it was, changed it up, went fresh, no aging, all my problems went away. Certain fresh fish or frozen fish, you'll have to find out what works for you. Chicken is good, but again, you'll have to find out what works for you. You don't know how old that chicken is. So if it's slaughtered and frozen or fresh right away, your best chance. Eggs are good, no issue with eggs. Fresh fruits, except plantains. Fresh vegetables are good, but not tomatoes, eggplant, and spinach. Another reason to not consume spinach. Spinach is the worst leafy green you can put in your body. Grains are all right. Milk products are fine, especially fresh. The enzymes keep the, the histamine levels low. Milk substitutes like goat milk or sheep's milk is fine. Cream cheese is all right. Mozzarella is all right. Butter is all right. Cooking oils are okay. Leafy herbs like oregano and thyme and all that kind of stuff. Most fruit juices are okay except citrus. Herbal teas are pretty much all right except for a few of them like black tea. The highest content in foods is alcohol for obvious reasons. It's aged. Eggplant, pickled or canned foods like sauerkrauts and anything pickled or canned, but really matured cheeses, smoked meat products like salami, ham, sausages, this kind of thing. Shellfish can be pretty high. Beans, peas, and lentils. Any of the long-stored nuts like peanuts, cashews, almonds, pistachios, the one everyone's going to hate, chocolate, and anything cocoa-based. Any of the fermented soy products are going to be high. Rice, vinegar, pretty bad. Anything pre-made in the grocery store for meals, all that frozen garbage, all those type of things, anything that they make, just loaded. Salty snacks, sweets, anything with preservatives and artificial colorings, those all are high in histamines. And people that have really serious histamine intolerance, they know it. They can't have a Reese's peanut butter cup at all whatsoever. I know, bummer for them, right? There are some foods that actually will release histamines out of other foods. So they're like antagonists. Pretty much all citrus fruits, cocoa, chocolate, walnuts, peanuts, papaya, pineapples, plums, kiwi, bananas, legumes, tomatoes, wheat germ, most vinegars, anything that has additives like benzulfites, nitrates, glutamate, food dyes. Wow, think about that. You could list off so many additives that they use in food, that it outweighs the amount of food that's actually in the food. And then, of course, like I said, you want the DAO enzyme. Alcohol, black tea, energy drinks, and yerba mate tea 
actually stop your body from producing your own DAO enzyme. If you take a DAO enzyme supplement, which you can, and then you drink alcohol or drink black tea or do energy drinks, guess what? You inhibit the use of the DAO. You're blocking it. The whole point. Some people say yogurt because there's a bacteria culture, but there's no real science behind that. It's one of those things, if it works for you, you're fine. Some people say things that have yeast in them, but that's debatable as well. Yeast extract, that's also debatable. But essentially, you want to try and eat as clean as you can, as fresh as you can. If you decide to do something like this, it's considered sort of an elimination diet. It's going to take about four weeks to finally start getting yourself clear of these things. Once you start figuring out what foods don't do well for you, then you should start to feel a lot better. Then you'll start to realize where your personal threshold is once you add back certain foods that you want to try. Histamine intolerance is much more common than people know, and it's one of the ones that most people have no idea it's what their cause is for most of their health conditions. So I encourage you to get your food diary going. Think about the food you're eating. When you notice something weird in and on your body, take a look back at your food. Write it down. Figure out what caused that. If you see that more times than not, guess what? You have a histamine intolerance. And with that, I'm going to go rest my voice. I hope I can do Wednesday's episode. I'm doing my best. Take care of yourself. Thank you for listening. You know the drill. Everything's in the show notes.